0: What's going on, guys? Thank you for joining us. We are here for Torre Talk. It is the 8th of the 9th. It is myself, Paul, the owner of FootballManagerCentral.com.
1: I'm myself, Paul, from the fellow Pena to the FMC, the Merseyside Socios of Torre The two
0: Pauls back again. As you will see on the background as well, we have a new layout for the show, so I hope you like it, with breaking news, latest scores, league table, and a big box for some images we want to show you through the show. So, let's get down to business, Paul, as people will see on the the screen and we still currently only have the
1: one point yeah so it wasn't a great uh, weekend it wasn't a great result we were away at uh, Atletico Sagantino and we got beat 1-0 um, what I will say Sagantino
0: have won two of the three so far
1: yeah yeah they they, they have been doing you know fairly well um, when they met us it's not as if um, where are we they you know they, they are a side that is, is showing some decent early form um, I, I think it's it, it's another one of those games where you know we're glad we got them out of the way, um, they were done. But you know it's it's still the the black and white is it's another defeat for Torrey.
0: I think it's um, it's disappointing because obviously now that um, one point in the first three games, we're sitting in the relegation zone, which is not where we wanted to be. And I don't want to keep reverting back to it, but in pre-season we really did hope this was going to be a good year for Tori Vickers. So I think. Um, there was the issue, as people were seeing the breaking news. There was a player sent off, Paul, during the game.
1: Yeah, Roman Carrasco was sent off after 60 minutes. It was, it was a second booking. Um, from the sounds of it, you know, it was pretty contentious, the decision, and, and could have gone either way. Obviously, we feel a bit aggrieved. So, you know, we don't know is the a clock going to appeal that or, or just, you know, take it, take the knock from it. Um, so that's not a good one. And um, we, we picked up another five yellow cards as well. Oh, there seems to be a,
0: the especially considering in a previous show you actually spoke about, and um, the the yellow cards picked up were coming in silly situations. So the fact we did pick up another five under red today, I'm um, sorry, yeah. this week.
1: Yeah, so it, you know it, you, you can't deny that the commitment's there and the passion's there, but you know is that boiling over where you know it's, it's a bit too much. You know we going to be looking at a, a situation very soon that suspensions are going to be what kill us off.
0: I think it's um, especially if as it is becoming apparent now and we don't want to start running on them after three games but we've fallen behind you need to start clawing back we need um, consecutive victories we need three or four victories on the bounce if we can and suspensions and players key players missing a game due to picking up so many yellow cards is not what
1: we want to see. No, not at all. I mean, morale is definitely going to start to become an issue if, you know, when things don't turn around soon enough. But I mean, you know, we've got to look at the other side. We've got to look at the positives and stuff like this. So coming into the game, and Pagenya made five changes. That's quite a hefty, uh, you know, revolution almost. Um, he brought back Eddie and Simic in defense, um, to make it a bit more solid. Um, Branny and Lewis got the first start to the season. Carrasco came in where he was on the bench. Um, and and surprisingly enough, Louis Carlos, the guy we were heralding in in season who's you know who started, um, you, you know started last week, um, was was completely absent again. wasn't even named on the bench.
0: That's um, that, that's interesting. I do think the five changes is a it's a large amount. Do you think that's affected the team, or do you think it was needed?
1: I think it was needed. There was there, there was a few complaints about pace and defence. Um, after the first couple of games that we were getting caught on the break and certainly with, you know, uh, one-on-ones down the wings and things like that. Um, and although Eddie at left back isn't the most, you know, isn't the fastest player, he's, he's certainly got the experience and he's certainly got that level head. And then that's why they brought Simic in, in in, in the center of defense alongside Quintero. And he has got bags of pace. So, you know, that cut down the chances of anyone, you know, long ball over and sprinting back and, 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 and beating your side trap as such
0: yeah i think um eddie's definitely a good, he's a good player on football manager
1: yeah definitely
0: <laughs> <laughs> what um i mean just look at just i mean it's frustrating to look back and the fact we were down to ten men that's not obviously that's not gonna help the situation um i mean one nil down going in the last five ten minutes you want to be able to push for the victory not um, be yeah. backs against the wall.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, you know, so it, it obviously was almost like a second kick in the teeth, you know, in the second half for the guys. And, and then, you know, they were pushing, they were trying to, trying to get something. But when you're a man down and, and pretty much all game, you know, I think Sargentino were beating us in the air most of it. Um, every time we had the ball and we started getting it forward, there were straight away two or three men up against us. So, you know, we weren't given much space to play around, and obviously, with one less man on the pitch, it was even harder.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't want to just spend this whole episode mm-hmm. talking d sounding depressed, but we also want to stay realistic for our listeners. And um, the situation is not impressive at the minute. We, we as fans of the club, are not impressed. So mm-hmm. we need to obviously look at why we've lost two of the first three, picked up one point in the first three. Um, we need to look why that's happened we need to discuss as we have have the changes affected it the five changes in the last game did that affect it um, we need to look to see is there an issue with the playing style now to do that we would have loved highlights tonight Paul wouldn't we uh,
1: we certainly would have done
0: um, but unfortunately there's been an issue um, with the company we were hoping to get a lot of highlights from each week um, it was seen, it seems reported in pre-season that this would happen Um it appears not to have happened much, which has affected the, the idea of highlights packages paul which um it also affects us being able to keep up to date visually with the game
1: yeah, so i mean we we were expecting um you know game highlights to show you from all the games that were being played each week, but it seems like the company can only can only do one game at a time um The unfortunate this week is we seem to be there seems to be a complete lack of photos as well, you know decent action shots. I wonder whether uh, you know, the other events that have been going on with Torre with the weather over the weekend, whether everyone's been there tied down with that, should we say?
0: I think, um, hopefully, and we will be speaking with Torre um, as, um, supporters groups of the, of the club, we will be speaking and we can guarantee you that in the next week, we will be contacting the club and myself personally, and Paul Norda will join me in this Mm. to request from next week that we do have images of the games. Um, to give the fans of the club around the world.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because that's, that's what, you know, we want to see. We, we want to show you guys. And, you know, that's what, you know, we want to see of Torrevieja. So hopefully, you know, that they can get the guys who, who normally do it and, and the guys at um, Objectivo Torrevieca are normally providers with the photos. You know, they haven't been able to this week as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep speaking to all the media outlets as well in the local area to try and push them to make sure that. You know, there's an audience here that you know that does want to see the Tory action.
0: Definitely. We'll we we'll maybe even get the manager stood there with his little camera. <laughs> 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 hey, just do us a
1: favour, take a couple of pictures. You can, you can Facetime us from the game and film the, There uh, we
0: go. Perfect. Fa- Facetime from the manager. That would be a dream. Definitely. Um, but you were talking about the events of the weekend, the weather. Um, so I'm just going to put it on the screen now for people. If you just. Turn to the big box. You will see that we have two images um, going on a slideshow of some bad weather, Paul.
1: Yeah, I mean, these these images are actually from this evening, so they are completely up to date. Um, Sorry, This the the last few days has been hit by almost like freak tropical uh, rainstorms. I mean, there's been, you know, videos knocking about social media with with cars literally getting washed down the street. Then there was one where half of the the beach in one section was, was washed away. Um it was it, the the volume of, of water that's been it's been dropping out of the sky the last couple of days has been phenomenal and, and nothing that that has ever been seen in that area so obviously the the drains and everything not like you know they're used to in, in more northern european countries to, to to get rid of and let's just hope that this um you know as you can see from the images all this waterlogged or whatever we'll be able to clear and dry off before the our next home game well Sunday. I mean look,
0: luckily obviously this weather's come as a big shock but look, luckily for Torre um, 99% of the year they have beautiful sunshine so oh, ho- yeah. hopefully it can, um, a bit of heat on that will dry it up but um, it's definitely uh, they've got a lake going there i waiting for some fish to come jumping out <laughs> uh, but I just want to say thank you to um, at CD Tor-Yekka on the Twitter account they are where I put these images from which I'm sure they won't mind. Um, but Paul, we're now going to move on, and we're just going to have a little talk about the rest of the action from the weekend.
1: Yeah, so we'll go through the results from the um, the, 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 the the games. The first one that came up was Rayo Events A two, uh, Benigna in One. Um, Rayo came up this season, got the maiden win, um, but it wasn't easy. Um, now these are the guys that in the last two games. Um, conceded last minute goals to deny them at least draws. And um, so it has been very frustrating. So it was good for them to get the first win. Uh, Villarreal C, 0, Muro 0. Um, now they, we play these guys next week, the Villarreal C side, quite a youth side. And um, we play them next, for next Wednesday it is. Next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Villarreal should have got the three points there, but you know, it was down to the Muro keeper Franco that kept them, kept it uh, a draw. Recambios Colon 1, Bunol 0. Um, in the first game of the season to feature two of the new sides against each other, um, and Recambias pretty much had the game in control. They, they, they had a second goal ruled out as well. Um they oh, no, so struggling? Yes, yeah. So that's three defeats with just one scored. So not a great start to those guys. Uh, next up, Antony and two Elisitano nil. He's in so,
0: perfect sync by the people with the scores at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've lost it. Oh. Um, <laughs>
1: So that was another, you know, crushing victory for, for, on who have now got, you know, three straight wins. They've scored nine. They've got two clean sheets. You know, they are just knocking guys, everyone out of the way. Um, so that they, they are having a bit of a rampant start to the season. Um, we've got Boreal nil, Orahoila two. Um, they were always going to be up against it, Boreal, because they had six guys injured. Oh, and pfft. obviously their keeper was sent off against us last week. So he was suspended. Indeed. Yeah, but to to be fair to them, they did have the most chances. And unfortunately they got another two guys sent off in that game. Oof. So down to nine men. Obviously a lot of players tired. And then Orahuela, you know, grabbed two second half goals and took the points home. Um then we've got Jove Espanyol nil, Torre Levante two. Um and it was Torre Oldboy, Noah Pamaros, which if you guys will uh, remember from our FM squad last season. He made his debut, he just signed for Jove. But obviously, him starting couldn't uh, stop their suffering to the third straight loss. They'll
0: teach um, him not to play for us.
1: Exactly, um, and it was a penalty. Um, was the first goal for Torrey, to you know, and then they got a second to ensure a perfect start. And there's another side with with three wins from three. Crevalente Deportivo nil, Paterna one. Um, Crevalente really should have had something, and they should have won. But it was um, they've had you know a couple of clear penalty options that. Uh, Decisions that weren't given. And then it was a ninety-first minute goal from Paterna that you know it was pretty much one of their only attacks in the whole game, and with that they took the three points. But one of the things is Paterna, that's now their third clean sheet. That's definitely one to watch out for, certainly with their you know, their keeper in defence. Um up next was C D Asero one, Castellon one. Now this was um last season's champions, Castellon. Um they both suffered defeats in midweek in in red cup games, Um and it was a penalty converted by Serral, who actually got dismissed later on in the game that put the uh, the, the underdogs one. the lost the home side, and then obviously the and grabbed an equaliser late on to show that you know why they won the title last year and you know could be up there this year. And then last one is our opponents this weekend: Althea for Navelda three. What a game! Um, yeah, so it was 1-0 up after about, I think, 10, 20 minutes. And then the final six goals all came in the last half hour. I think the referee added about four minutes of injury time on. And if he'd have had about 20, would have had another six or seven goals the, the way the action was going. Um, and it was David Grande, um, got a hat trick for Althea. So that's, um, a, a, another one that, that we need to watch out for next week. Definitely. Nothing? Um,
0: what I will say is just quickly we have um there's two games coming up Paul in quick succession.
1: We have it's a, it's almost like a double game week this week. So on Sunday we've got Althea at home. Um I mean these guys they've scored 12 in the last three games. Um, they've got three players. Sorry, there's three players in the whole of our league who've scored three goals. Two of them play for these guys. Um and they both got hat chicks in separate games. But the good thing for us the positive now, if you look back at our results, first game we conceded three against Antignens, second game we conceded two against Boreal. and then last week we conceded one. You so, never know, know; this could be a, a clean sheet for us.
0: But so you're calling
1: guys, it? I'm, I'm calling it. But these guys haven't got a clean sheet, and they've conceded seven goals in their three games. Ouch. So they're putting the goals in, but they're going in the other end as well. So I think we we could be in for a good shout this weekend. This could be the you know the the, the turn in, in in our season that we're looking at. And then straight after on... Oh, sorry, go on. No, ben. go on. Go on, you right. No, I was going to say, and then straight after, it's it's another full league programme on the Wednesday night, and we're away at Villarreal's C team. So they've got a win and two draws. Relatively young squad, but these guys all were taken from Villarreal's double-winning youth side last season. So, you know, they, they are going to be up tough side for us.
0: Definitely a, a team to watch. You never know, some of them guys could move up to the main team of Villarreal at a point. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so, As Paul's mentioned there, there's two games, one on Sunday, one on Wednesday. That means Torrieka Talk will be recorded on Wednesday night after the Villarreal game, and we want to try to bring you it. So there'll be five games played by then. Um, As you will see on the screen, Torrieka is sitting in 18th place, Paul, with one point. We want to see Torrieka sitting at least 11th, I would say. Um, I want to see at least... Three points from these two games, yeah, possibly hopefully. four. Poss- hope. Hopefully, a dream would be six. But um, definitely, I think three points from these two games is a must.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we've got to turn this. You know, we've got to turn the boat round. Should we say and and start putting putting some more points on the board? But we've got to look at the other side. It's still early days, isn't it? We've only had three definitely. games. We've still got another thirty-five to play. If we win our last thirty-five, then you know, we should be, (laughs) we should be champions. Exactly. There's there's always that to think about.
0: Um, I think after your, um, after your boat pun there, let's um, just throw in, let's not put the anchor down in the relegation
1: zone. Oh, exactly. I'm on fire. Let's let's sail this ship out of that area. Wow. To calmer seas. It's
0: getting worse, isn't it?
1: It is. Maybe we should relate the pitch with the waterlogged pitch as well.
0: Maybe. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) that's it for tonight's show, Paul. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is we'll remind people that we're back on Wednesday night, not Tuesday night, um, and we want to remind people to check out clubdeportivo.com um, at CD Torieca, at FM Central, and your account, Paul? is at Mersey Socios. There we go. Check, check everything out, and remember, join us next week.